Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus, but also learning how to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God. So we're in the sixth station of this daily practice. So we begin by making the sign of the cross and having the Trinitarian name placed upon us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We belong to this God. We renounce the devil and all his works and all of his ways. In station two, we commend our lives into the hands of uh, hands of God with the evening and the morning prayer. Into thy hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let thy holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. In station three, we take time to reflect upon our life, a life of repentance. We confess our sins, but also uh, we hold on to the great gift, the promise of the forgiveness of sins that comes in uh, in Jesus. He has defeated sin, death, and the devil, uh, was raised on the third day, rules and reigns over all. Uh, station four encourages us in some way throughout this day to go to the scriptures. There, the scriptures have promised to be the revelation of the triune God. They are living and active. They will do the work that they um, that they promise. They uh, resurrect dead spiritual lives. They give uh, new life. They create and they recreate. And they all center, uh, again, on the person and work of Jesus. Uh, Station five is about pausing in the morning and in the evening and commending then our lives into the hands of of God throughout the day and as we go to bed at night. In the morning, as the psalmist says, I will proclaim your love. I will proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Station six then is um, doxology and blessing. So again, Psalm 92 says, it's good to praise the Lord to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. So centered in all of the receptive life is um, this idea of the triune God and what do we believe about him? He wants to give to us gifts. What gifts does he want to give? Well, again, the creed speaks about the Father being the maker of heaven and earth, so he wants to give to us all of creation. The Son gives to us all of his work. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. The Holy Spirit gives to us all of his gifts. He takes the finished work of Jesus and he offers that work to us. He creates faith in us to hold on, to believe, to trust that the work of Christ is for us. So we make use of the name all throughout the day and as we go to bed. Abba, Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, the sinner, and come, Holy Spirit. Now, one way we can do this, one way we can acknowledge these gifts that come from the hands of the triune God is through a doxology, but also through receiving a blessing. Now, the doxology that perhaps you know is a, a single little verse that says, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You can, you can say that little doxology. Uh, you can sing that little 
uh, song of praise. But doesn't it acknowledge where all the gifts come from, right? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And then all creatures, all of creation is encouraged to sing that praise, all of the heavenly host. And who do we praise? Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That really is the pattern of the Psalms, isn't it? Uh, I will proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. One example is Psalm 103. Uh, The psalmist says, Praise the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul. And then it says, forget not all of his benefits. Don't forget what he has done. That's what the doxology does at the end of this daily practice. It reminds us that all of these gifts come from the hands of a triune God. Don't forget all of his benefits. What are those benefits? Well, the psalmist says, who forgives all your sins. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, the chief gift from which, uh, from where all of the other gifts come is the forgiveness of sins. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction, crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercies, satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Now, After the doxology, we can then have the blessing of God, the name of God placed upon us. We begin with the name of God, right? Station number one, make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. But we can also end our little daily practice with the name of God placed upon us in the blessing. This blessing comes from Numbers chapter 6, where God speaks to Moses and tells Aaron that when you bless the people, bless them this way. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face towards you and give to you his peace. A lot of images there, right? The Lord blessing and keeping. Uh, You could say, uh, may he put this hedge around you. May he protect you so that nothing can come and attack you, that you're kept safe, that this this God is going to smile upon you. He's going to look upon you. He's not going to turn his face away from you, but rather because of the work of Jesus. We are the children of God. Jesus is our brother, and God himself makes his face shine upon us. He's gracious to us. He lifts his face towards us, and he gives to us peace. And peace just doesn't mean the sense of no more conflict, but the sense of a shalom, which means, yes, the world is broken. It's been shattered by sin, but a shalom is the sense of it is well. It is well with all the gifts of, of Christ Jesus. It is well with our soul. God himself is just not the creator of the world, but the one who is the redeemer and wants to work a recreation in us. And so the Lord lift up his face upon you and give to you his peace. So here's the little, again, uh, summary of our stations. Uh, Station one, sign of the cross and the Trinitarian invocation. Station two, evening and morning prayer. Station three, a time of confession, but also Again, what is the great benefit? What's the first and greatest benefit? Who forgives all your sins? A time, station four, to read the scriptures, to go to the living and active word of God with the promise that it will do the work that it says it will do. It will 
uh, resurrect spiritually dead things, dead people. It will give new life. It will recreate us. Station 5, pausing for that morning and evening um, commending of our of our lives into the hands of the triune God. And then ending that little practice with acknowledgement of where all the gifts come from, the doxology, but also having the name of the triune God placed upon us with a, with a blessing. So that receptive life, again, is a spiritual framework. It's a way of thinking, a way of acting, a way of living out the Christian life uh, through a daily practice, through weekly practice. It focuses on receiving receiving the person and the work of Jesus, and also making making use of him. Why? Well, we need to fight against the unholy trinity, the devil, the corrupt world, our own sinful flesh, defend ourselves with the work, the promises of Jesus, but also to rest and to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God.